You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig Eddy and I'm the host of the show. I'm joined by Laurie and Chris. Hello guys. Host of the show. I wasn't sure if it's a show or what. I wasn't sure. Depends how good it is. I'm on, so it's a show. It's a show. <laughs> do, 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 do. Hey. Right, is it building it up enough calling that a show? It's building it up a bit too much. We need <laughs> we never got, never got this pressure to perform. Individual uh, intros and stuff. I'm oh, that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a red card. We could, aye, what we could do is we could get a round of applause. It is a red card. Get off. Sorry, I'm watching Roma Lazio. So we could have him. <laughs> welcome, Chris. Yes. Yay! He's not watching any football. I know. There's that stupid Manchester Derby on as well. Ah, Scottish, Scottish football forums, that's what it is. I know, I've turned it's off. English football or Italian football. Aye, I know that's slurry. Right, on this week's podcast, well, on this week's show, I should say, we've got the SPL review from Chris, and then we'll discuss the important bits that catch our eye. Then the SFL's a couple of things in there. Especially with the the Rams, Harry Ramsden's Cup final, charity bet, good news there, and then we'll maybe touch upon the Scottish Cup games coming up next weekend. So you want to kick us off with the SPL, Chris? Yep, well, we'll we'll go back to last midweek when uh, Kilmarnock were sitting pretty, looking to like, clinch their top six spot with two games against the bottom two clubs. I've started the midweek with a game against St Mirren, and. Um, it was the visitors that took the lead, unfortunately for Kilmarnock, through Eshmael uh, Goncalves just after the half-hour mark. But then the inevitable finally happened as Chris Boyd, SPL all-time top scorer, finally got in the score sheet for the first time since his return. He's officially after the best player the SPL's I... ever seen, I think, the stats. Eh? <laughs> no, I think he's... <laughs> <laughs> had a few tap-ins once now. But uh, he's had his spells in England and across the Atlantic when he's back in Scotland and scored his first goal for Kilmarnock since uh, his... When the second spell was his first spell. <laughs> anyway, that goal came just after half time, and with no further goals in the second half, that meant Kamala hadn't quite clinched the top six spot, so we'll come back to that later. Because we'll move on to the Friday night game where Inverness were hosting St Johnson. And to be honest, that's all I'm going to say about that game because it was a <laughs> live match on Sky, unfortunately. Still, it wasn't all bad for the live games because if we move on to Saturday hey. lunchtime, there was a much better game. And it all started with Stephen Wolfarth's. Uh, Cracking angled shot past Jamie McDonald midway through the first half. But McDonald redeemed that because stopping Ivan Sproul making it uh, 2-0 just a couple of minutes later and helped yeah. keep us in the game until the break. And that proved uh, vital because Ngu then levelled the game just four minutes into the second half with a header. Vilfarth then pulled, put County back in front with one of his own headers. Uh, another cracking strike this time for Jamie Walker levelled the game again. County were then left through all the missed chances as uh, they had air on the game as Walker's poor strike initially was fired in his own net by Economou. And then just to finish the match, and Goof fired in Hearts fourth, so 4-2 and definitely a day for taking their chances at Tynecastle. I'm sure Laurie will tell us more about it later. And moving on to the three o'clock games on Saturday, it was, uh, we'll start off at Celtic Park where Celtic were a wee bit hopeful of clinching their 44th title. Uh, if they could take the three points for their game, and get uh, a bit of luck from Fir Park. That was, going to, was a, always a chance. And in truth, it never looked like Celtic wouldn't do their part because when Chris Commons gave Celtic an early lead thanks to a bit of work from Mulgrew and Hooper down the left-hand side, he fired past Ben Williams. Hooper could have made it 2-0 before half-time, but uh, 
Commons did manage to make it 2 0 just after half time, as this turn of the shot was far too good to stop. There was more chances for Celtic that came and went, including a break, where Hooper pounced on a mistake from Claire Ross, but his pass to Commons was so poor that Commons <laughs> bundled it over the goal line instead of into the back of the net. Celtic's third did come eventually from Michael Lustig, uh, attempting to head on a ball and uh, deflecting the ball into the net with his hand. <laughs> Nobody spotted that apart from all the Hibs players. It's a ghost. To be honest, it didn't really make much difference to the game because the Berlin's slim top six chances evaporated. But was it enough to, for Celtic to clinch the title? Well, we'll come to that shortly because we're going to talk about the top six uh, position. Markamar Luckwear, of course, in the driving seat going into Saturday. And all they had to do was beat the bottom club Dundee at home. Easy, surely. So, sounds good in theory, but when you've sold Gary Harkins to the visitors in January, it should come as no surprise when he comes back to haunt you with the opening goal. Dundee then had a few chances to stretch that lead, but Chris Boyd levelled the match midway through the second half, and Kamarnock may have wondered if they were going to be a bit lucky, and Dundee were going to wonder if their luck had deserted them. But until Gary Harkins popped up again and fired in a second goal, restoring Dundee's lead. So Dundee could have been officially relegated this weekend, but uh, that win staved off that for a couple of weeks. And Kilmarnock's defeat meant that uh, they would only hang on to six spot if both Dundee United and Aberdeen uh, failed to win. And since they were playing each other, there was always a chance. So we'll move on to that game at Tannadice, where uh, Gold had a great chance to nick the ball off a of waiting Langfield, but as the effort finished wide of the mark. There's nothing much to talk about in the first half other than that, but into the second half, the news from Rugby Park must have filtered through because chances started coming. There was a, a Niall McGinn header that was easily held, and at the other end, where most of the action was, it was Mackay Stephen waiting to own a one-on-one chance and get tackled. United then hit the woodwork as a Mackay Stephen's effort was saved onto the ball of flood, and the ball seemed to bounce up, hit him in the face, and then hit the bar. <laughs> there was a watching header that was kept at the Langfield, as a United effort looked at the team more likely to score. It was maybe a soft penalty game when as uh, John Rankin challenged Scott Vernon, but that was waved away in one of Aberdeen's rare attacks. Golden had a great chance, which he put wide. And then there was a better effort from the youngster, as it was saved point blank for Langfield, and it looked like the keeper might just earn Aberdeen a draw. Not to be outdone at the other end, Cheers Nick had a fingertip save for Rory Fallon to keep his team in with a hunt. And just as it looked like it might be an ill nil, going into the final minute, Aberdeen's defence fell asleep as Scott Vernon first gave the ball away and a poor clearance landed at John Daly's feet. His cross found Rory Bolden alone inside the penalty area and he fired beyond Langfield, earning all three points and most importantly sending United up to sixth just at the right time. So United have joined St Johnson, Ross County, Inverness, Motherwell and Celtic in the top six. And meanwhile, who would have predicted the bottom six this season having both Edinburgh teams, Kilmarnock and Aberdeen alongside Superman and Dundee? I'm not sure I would have. No. So, we'll move on to the final match of Saturday, and that was a game at Fir Park, where uh, Superman and the visitors, and the visitors were still looking to mathematically secure their SPL status, uh, while the hosts are desperately trying to uh, make sure that Inverness don't catch them in second spot, and of course delay the title celebrations at Celtic as long as possible. But, of course, it was a host who took the lead after half an hour as Keith Lasley's cross picked out the head of SPL top scorer Michael Higdon. And just before half-time, a terrific strike from Connor Newton left Darren Randolph with no chance and levelled the game. Marlowe were probably the better team throughout and uh, Craig Samson was definitely the busier keeper. But with 15 minutes remaining, the moment that everyone's staring at me at Celtic Park uh, came as lovely, passing move was eventually finished off by Lowe's guy to give Superman the lead. So cue the bam pot and uh, Celtic Park leaping about with the radio. <laughs> <laughs> cheering it's too much at <laughs> but it wasn't to be 
It's a cracking James McFadden free kick into the top corner, levelled the game a second time, and got the single point that's denied Celtic the title officially. Keep so the five still games, alive yeah. With five games remaining, there's 15 points between Celtic and Motherwell, and Celtic are 35 goals better off. So uh, the league's over, but it's oh, not officially no, yet. Nobody can call it. It's that tight. <laughs> it's going to go right down to the last day. Uh, well, maybe go down to the 20th. <laughs> or a tw- I might go down to the 21st, depending on when the fixtures come out. Because yes. they should have been out today and they haven't come out because they're too busy uh, messing about with TV and police and all sorts. Ah, they need to liaise with the police and the TV. So there's a wee bit of delay there, surely. But I, I reckon what the delay is, is they're probably trying to give Celtic a home game to clinch the title. So that'll be the first game after the spot. See, I really hope that's not the case. What was the last weekend of the SPL season? The weekend before the Scottish Cup. 18th and 19th. Uh, yeah, that's They've got it. to make it Hearts Hibs on the 19th of May. Come on. End the season on the same day against Hibs again. Come on. Make <laughs> our season a bit better. Yeah, um, I don't want them to be trying to give special favours to individual clubs. I'm only joking. I don't want them. I don't want this. Uh, no, I was meaning the Celtic trying to give them a home game so that they, they win the league at home. Surely it should yeah. just be random. No, well, they, they, need, they need to kind of balance it somehow. I think. Uh, what they're probably trying to do is get a, a game for the telly so that Celtic can be on the telly when they clinch it. And that's going yes. to probably be the first game after the split. The problem they've got at the moment is if they try and make that a home game, Rangers are at home the same weekend. So they can't really play it on Saturday, which would no. mean they need to move to the Sunday. And there's always a chance if they play that on a Sunday, Motherwell will play on a Saturday, maybe drop points, and then the league gets handed to Celtic and the game becomes meaningless. Yes. So I don't think the telly want. So trying, they've got to try and balance that. Now, obviously, the simple thing would be Celtic versus Motherwell on Sunday. But I don't think they're going to have Celtic playing Motherwell at Celtic Park. They'll maybe send them to Fur Park for a third time. Because because of the, the daft split, as per yeah. usual, what we've got is the, the five teams that Celtic are due to play, they were meant to play four of them at home. Yeah. But they've only got two home games left. So they're going to have to reverse two of the, the Celtics fixtures. So they're going to go to Fur Park a third time, or they're going to go to Dingwall a third time, or they're going to go to Inverness a third time. Or I think it's um, is it Perth they need to go to again, I think. Possibly. I can't remember it's exactly. There's one thing I don't like. they Highlands four times this season already, and I bet they're going to go another time. I don't like giving teams uh, special rules for one team and rules for others. Like at the Rangers-Celtic game, for example... If it was going to be a potential title decider, then they would put it to the end of the season. So I don't think they should be able to put Celtic against Motherwell up until the end of the season because I, I don't think that's fair. I think that they've set their stall out. They've said, look, we're not going to have a decider. So no, the reason of a Rangers Celtic title decider is because you kind of behave yourself. Well, that's that's <laughs> one thing. But a certain infamous game. I think it's, it it's nothing to do with they're not being able to be a. Usually TV would look to put a title decider on the crucial day, but it's just because your lot can't stop, you know, attacking referees and whatnot. Yep. Not that our fans haven't been that much better at times, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I, the, I know why. It's not to do with the spectacle. If, if Motherwell were in with a chance, then they'd probably look at putting it Motherwell Celtic to, you know, a title decider if it was really tight. I still wouldn't be happy. Uh, it's got to be across the board. You're never you happy. You can't have these w- one rule for a Rangers-Celtic game and another for Celtic-Motherwell, not... No, you, know, you can't, because honest. it's different rules, because it's a total different scenario. It's nah. I think, See, if you're going to have that stupid split, you should at least make some kind of benefit from it. 
I mean, we're, we're having to listen to how uh, this is. Well, basically, we're sitting here, we're uh, what, a week and a bit away from finding out, or well, having to go to these games, and we still don't know where we're going or who we're going with, who's yes. playing who. Yes. That, 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 that can't be good selling season tickets. And I think yeah, Stuart made the same point with that when he was complaining about the. The 12, 12, 18. But we're not going to we'll discuss Craig, that. I mean, if, if Inverness, obviously it's not happened, but if by some miracle Inverness went in with a chance and it was tight and they could put it as a title decider Inverness Celtic, of course you'd look to put it on. Yeah, well, they're, they're, if I'm talking about... Unless it's Celtic Rangers, in which case we just fight. Exactly, because you so... can't, because they can't behave themselves and it's too dangerous. It's nothing to do with the fact they don't want to have a title decided. Well, no, don't get me wrong. No, I'm not saying that the TV companies don't want it. I'm not saying that... I'd, I'd much prefer to watch a title decider, but what I'm saying is they have to be consistent. No, they If don't. they're saying, well, I think they do. No, because they've... <laughs> you know, There's a, a very good reason why they can't do it with Celtic Rangers, because it's proven in the past that both sets of fans can't control themselves in such an environment. It would be, if it's two different teams, it'd be a totally different scenario, I think. I mean, if it was Hearts, Hibs, I mean, that's an unlikely prospect going for the title. Maybe they'd have to take into consideration as well because it's not always the most friendly of atmospheres. But again, it's I think with someone like that, it's you, you don't have to be consistent across the board. No, I, well, I, I disagree, but maybe best moving on. <laughs> that's so that's not a good yeah, what, what were my predictions by the way I forgot to put them in your predictions for the, the games well you want to see if you got any right ah, just that's the I, main thing because you're not that interested because I forgot to put them in Celtic like against Hibs you went 3-0 oh come on did I aye ah, oh. well if we're talking about games that we got right I got the Dundee United Aberdeen game I, I went 1-0 so that was good, but yeah, I think that's it. Ah, well, it doesn't matter. Just well, I get months. nothing right. Absolutely nothing right. No. Not even a, a result. I just <laughs> went over a score. You're rubbish. I know. Right, but uh, going back to the games at the weekend there, and I wanted to mention Lustig's, Lustig's handball and ask you a question whether that is any different to Gonsalves getting issued a well, two-match ban. Totally agree. It's not. He's cheated just as much as a dive has. Now, I don't think he went out his way to hand the ball, but he... Did. No, I think he made a mess here. He looked a bit embarrassed. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he looked like he getting it. <laughs> he looked like... He could tell he knew what had happened. He looked a bit embarrassed. But should he be it. getting a two-match ban? Nah, he didn't. He didn't mean to hand. He tried to head it. He just got his... Fluffed his lines a wee bit. There's if he's diff- meant it, yes. If he's not meant it, no. I don't think he's meant it. He looks like he's tried to head it. He's just got it a bit wrong. Should he have he said to the have- referee, not handball? The referee can't do anything after it, though. There you go. If he says I handled it, your referee... But then that's like... Who who is ever going to admit they handled it? Do you know Robbie Fowler, when it was a, a penalty, I think he was brought down, and I'm sure he said to the referee that it wasn't a foul. Did he not can't remember what happened. miss it? Can't remember exactly. Anyway. I wonder if the referee can change his mind. See, I don't know if you can, but if you just change... You can't change your mind on the say-so of a player, because then... <sighs> I mean, then what if a player like says sarcastically or something? It's a bit. I in this instance, it would be pretty clear that if he says he handballs it, then it's going to be a handball. If you if you have a defender saying I didn't touch him, then you'd got to be saying okay, I know, but you then, would but say that. But then the ref, are you going to trust the ref? who will just say, oh, he, he said blah blah blah. I didn't. I mean, well, it's in a this bit instance, because you're taking. Would you? Why would Lustig lie if he turned I'm to the no, ref I, and I said I handled saying, it? But, 
I know what you're saying, but it's pretty hard. If the ref's given a decision, he saw it one way. If a, someone tells him it's otherwise, even if it is that team, it's quite hard to. I don't know. It's a dangerous. It's a dangerous road you're going down there. I mean, what if a player says, "Oh, I don't think he touched me when it was given as a penalty." I, I mean, maybe he didn't think. I mean, you, no, player, I, I reckon. Oh. I reckon if the player isn't benefiting from it and he's admitting that something the referee's got it wrong, then the referee should be able to change it. If it's I'm a goal, if it's a goal, when he says, "Oh, I've handled that," I'm not saying obviously. Obviously, he should. I'm just wondering whether he can, just because someone tells him, if, even if none of him or his officials saw it. Depends mm, who it is, it tells him. If it's a player himself, then fair enough. He's allowed to change his mind, even after blowing the whistles. I know, but I mean, is he allowed to change his mind based on something that isn't from mm. him or any of his officials? Mm. It's quite a risky thing to do. I mean, even if it... I know, I know what you mean. A player's... There's not going to be much occasion where a player's going to admit to something that he didn't do. But it just seems, I don't know, there's something that just seems a bit off about it. You're talking about players making decisions, even if it's against them. You could call Lustig over to the linesman and he could say, look, Lustig, you maybe don't know this, but you need to cover your mouth when we speak here. Tell us what (laughs) happened. (laughs) Roma just brought in a player called Dodo. I think he'd go down well in Scotland. (laughs) Anyway. But I I wonder if the ref seen it as well. Maybe the ref seen it hit his hand and he just deemed it wasn't a handball. We, We don't know. How would that happen? <laughs> Surely he's benefited from it being a handball. It's <laughs> buzzing the net. Oh, well, it played him. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. We don't know what the referee was thinking. We never know what they're thinking. I don't know what to tell us. That doesn't help. Did you just watch the Hearts game? I watched the highlights. Just the highlights for me too. Ah, oh, I watched it on ESPN. I like uh, Jason Holt's goal. Aye. How Jason quick Holt. he was. Not Jamie Walker, Chris. Jason Holt scored the same. Was it? Aye. What's up, my lad? Uh-huh. I liked how I'm sure I read it in the report. It was, J- J- it was Jamie Walker. It was definitely Jamie Walker that had the third one, wasn't it? Well, it was the one he scuffed into the goal. goal. That was a good goal. It was a funny game. I mean, did you see our team? It was. A, it, was <laughs> it gets more and more inexperienced as the weeks go on. It was It was bizarre. But I thought the, the commentary was a bit... I thought um, the kind of a lot of the analysis was a bit. Odd. I mean, Ross County were in control a lot of the game, but they made it sound like it was Ross County peppering our goal from start to finish and total snatch it, smash and grab. But although we were a bit iffy at the back, all their chances were basically us gifting them with stupid mistakes. Uh, although to be fair, that Wolfhard finish was a cracker. But, I like um, how he went the long way around Tamil. I, I mean, you could tell Hamill was, he wasn't ready to come back in. We just had to bring him back in. He's He's been out for over a year. You could tell he was a bit, um, lacking a bit of match sharpness. But overall, it was it was a good it was a good game. I mean, both teams were a bit dodgy in defence and it wasn't always the best football on show. But it was some definite positives, mainly because of that three-goal spell. But it was good to see Ngu get a couple of goals. And um, I, I really like Jason Holt at... It's very odd. He, he rarely seems to get a start, but when he plays, he seems to be one of our, definitely one of the more promising youngsters. I really like him and Jamie Walker. And um, yeah, good to get a result. I mean, good for Locke get his, um, get a win at Tynecastle. And yeah, I mean, it doesn't really mean an awful lot now. You know, it's a matter of whether we can not finish in our worst league position for 30 years or not. <laughs> well, yeah, you say that, but you can still catch Hubs. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, behind them, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that as yeah, well. Which sure, would be, sure dragon rights. Which would be absolutely crazy if we finished above Hibs because you know how 
overexcited they were the I first half that. of the season. They would absolutely hate that. I mean, I won't be overly bored if we finish behind them. Both teams have been pretty poor this season. I don't think Hibs have been that much better than they were last season. In all honesty, overall, they've got... I think Griffiths has been scoring more consistently apart from that. I mean, you look at you look at Hibs and Aberdeen, and I mean, if you took one of a player out of both their teams, you wonder how far down the league they would be. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's kind of like us with Scatchel, I suppose. If you'd stuck Scatchel back in our team this season, maybe we'd be a lot further up the table. But <laughs> still gets a mention. Right. Oh, he always you'd, does. You'd, you'd have been in administration. You'd have been deducted points. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd probably still be second if Scatchel was in the team. Aye, good win for uh, Dundee United as well, eh? Told you's. Easy charity bet win. Aye. Easy. I liked how Vernon ran the wrong way for their goal. He wasn't really sure what was going on. <laughs> One minute he's running the wrong way and then ended up, well, he ended up trying to desperately hoof the ball clear. And it got blocked. Can't remember who it was. Bye. It was embarrassing. I'm sure I said weeks ago Dundee United would make top six. I'm quite happy with that. I must look at that post in the forum, actually. Sneaked in. It did. Oh, it's at the death, but if you're there in game 33, that's the important thing. Gold looked good again. He did, die. He's, he's, he's on a, good, a pretty good find. Yeah, I Dundee United are good at that. Surely get a call-up for the under-14 soon. <laughs> <laughs> he does look about 12 years old. Aye, good, good wee winger. Looks, like, looks a bit like a sort of... Gary Mackay Stevens type player as well, doesn't he? That's, that's what scares me is he's got him and Gary Mackay Stevens in the same team. Good bit like, of skill. I, I think that worries me because uh, who they play in the Scottish Cup semi final. Did um <laughs> did uh, what, did uh, Kenny Shields not have something about wanting all the Kilmarnock fans to be singing and get right behind their team and when the pundits when they were going to it on uh Open all mics are like it's absolutely dead at rugby park. Yeah, surprised they threw that away. Yeah, absolutely threw that away. What's what happens when you come up against Cantona? Eh? You got you got Gary Harkin, you got Gary Harkins, the Cantona esque player, and you got you know uh, James Dayton at the other side, uh, possible England cap. You know what? Who says the SPL's not got quality? I like the SPL. I'm gonna. I'm not signing off. <laughs> well, this could be the last season. Of the SPL, whatever it's going to be called. But yeah, we're not oh, going to talk about that. No, let's not talk about that. Well, hey, look at it this way, the SPL's not finished yet. Bundesliga is. Like, people keep talking up the Bundesliga. That's already Bundesliga done. Bayern Munich won it like, Bayern Munich won at the weekend. They did. Well, they've all been finished effectively. Spain, England, Scotland. The first yeah, division is where it's at. Germany. It's officially, it's finished in the Bundesliga. Now. Bayern Munich oh, is that done now, is that I mean, Barcelona are nearly champions. Man United are nearly champions. Scott Celtic are nearly champions, but none of them are actually finished. The Bundesliga is, and the people keep telling me the Bundesliga is the best league in the world. Well, I've I've always said that. That's a, it's always been a crap reason for the SPL being. Oh, it's rubbish. It's you know, it's always over by blah blah blah. It's like, well, so are loads of leagues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will be talking next week about reconstruction. We decided before the podcast that it's probably best not to discuss it because there's so much will change and folk will be getting bored of it as well because we've <laughs> nothing really concrete to say. At least after next Monday, uh, there'll be an SPL vote and we can actually have something to talk about. Yes. Because it'll be decided one way or another. Yes. In theory. <laughs> right. Anything else you wanted to discuss from the SPL or will we move on to the SFL? No, I, I think we could probably lead on to the charity bit as uh, Laurie was hinting at because he did pick Dundee United as one of the winners. Banker. 
And I think the other two teams were Morton, who won 5-2. Yep, they did. And Hamilton beat Dunfermline. So... Yep, we won £42.50p. What's that? Is there a total? Cut yourself, McBookie. Oh, I would need to ask him. Or her. Him or her. I'm not sure (laughs) if McBookie is a man or a woman. I think I think they're more than one person. But... Yeah, it's always confusing when I send them the message with the the bet because I get a response, but I'm never sure because they never put a name on it, so I don't know if it's the same person, if it's a different person, or what. Eh, uh, right. So we'll 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 do a charity bet now. We'll pick that. Laura, you were talking about doing both teams to score. You confirmed with McBookie that they they do that for the SFL, but they ah, get the odds up on a Wednesday. I was going to give you two games, but um, well, I usually don't think about it, and I just give you a team. <laughs> at the moment, so. Aye, but wait a minute, you just said you're going to give two. No, you can't. Oh, surely, surely we can't change a winning format after last week. Surely we've got to stick with the games. Who's going to win? At least this week. Well, I don't know, don't know. Well, well Laurie, what you got to say about your both teams to score, and I'll, then I'll decide what the rules are. East Sterling Aaron and Elgin Montrose. I see you went for two games. That's, that's bloody cheating. <laughs> Changing the rules and cheating, Chris, eh? I know. I reckon we just go with teams to win because I've already made notes. Falkirk. I haven't even thought about goals to <laughs> the score. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, well, Chris, who are you going to go for then? And we'll think about Laurie's plan. Oh, I was going to go party the Thistle. They're at Airdrie. Oh. Hmm. I see they're playing midweek, aren't they, against Morton? Ah, oh, that's a big game this coming, this coming week. Is, uh, but then what if... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, one way to deciding who wins the first division. Right, well, I'll, I'll let you pick Partick. Aye. Aye, against the other day, not Morton. Just, oh, yes. Uh, I make that clear, aye. <laughs> I'm not touching Thistle Morton. Aye. <laughs> go either way. Especially after Thistle going to... Uh, Extra time and penalties on Sunday. Oh, I will touch up on that in a minute. Yeah, but right. uh, I'll go. I'll, I'll just pick one if you want. I won both teams to score. Right. And I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with Elgin Montrose. Right. I'll, I'll tell you, Elgin at home, seventy-three percent of their games, both teams have scored at home. Right. Montrose away from home, eighty percent right. um, of their away games, both teams have scored. And I'll tell you that head to head at the moment. You see, I've actually thought about it for a change for the whole three minutes before the podcast started. And they're head to head. Elgin Montrose, so far, the last games have been 4 1, 2 2, 6 1, 2 1, 3 2, 3 1. And that's the last uh, six games between them. So, okay, I'll just pick one. I'll go Elgin Montrose, both teams to score. Right, okay. You'll find the odds will probably be like wanted to maybe even pushed out to five. So they're not going to be amazing odds, to be fair. Yeah. Aye, so there's no SPL because of the, the Scottish Cup. Either and that goes... or go Falkirk. <laughs> no, you can't change now. That's what I'm saying. Uh, wait, are are we going for the both teams to score or are we going for winners? Well, I'm going to go for a winner. One of them not, are we? <laughs> you can mix confuse it things. Ah, you like to Aye. mix it. Aye, I like to mix it. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. Right, I'm going to go for the go for the easy one. Queenie South. 
That's like oh, one to four. Oh, oh, oh. It's at home extra narism. Aye. Yeah. Oh no, Chris is going to have to... Even when we go easy, it's difficult. So I'm I'm just wanting to try and make it as easy as possible for us. Well, I went to Sashville Airdrie, so... Aye. At least that's away for him. Still only getting one to three. That's because you're doing rubbish. Yeah, I, know. I did have a look at Thistle, but as soon as I saw that... I right, we'll go for that, but I don't know what the odds are, because oh. Laurie went extravagant, he went off the off the sheet. <laughs> ah, you'll find out. Right, I mentioned briefly earlier about the Harry Ramsden's Cup Final. <laughs> it's not the Harry Ramsden's Cup Final, it's Ramsden's, Ramsden's Pawn Shop. Better. Not Harry the Chip Shop. It sounds better if it's the Chip Shop. <laughs> Right, the Harry Ramsden's Cup final. <laughs> it was live on BBC Alba, and see, to be honest, I missed the, I missed most of it. But I started watching the second half eh, extra time, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I managed to work my way through the the Gaelic commentary, and enjoyed a a decent well, it's a decent game of football. It was entertaining. Queen of South were a bit desperado near the end, hoofing it away at any opportunity. But I really kicked off when it was a penalty kick for Partick when it was 1-0 to Queen of South and it was probably reaching maybe a minute to go in the second half and Aaron Muirhead, I think it was, stepped up to take the kick and it was saved by the keeper who done quite well at the end of the day, Lee Robinson and the keeper saved it, went out for a corner and it was a bit like a a Martin Keown moment when one of the, the Queen of South defender screamed right in his face. I don't know if you remember, uh, was it Van Nistelrooy? Aye, the 0-0 one when he saved that. It was just brilliant because you seen him screaming in his face and Muirhead was having none of it and just headbutted him. (laughs) And then pretty much just walked off. (laughs) (laughs) It was was just one of those headbutts when he stuck his head and when you had done it, I just went, ah, come away. (laughs) Aye. He was just so raging about missing the penalty, I think. He just I think so, really I really thinking about it. It's definitely a frustration. I don't think a Queen of South player sort of almost laughed in his face, effectively. He's going to go do so much good to him. I'm sure I've seen him take a penalty in the penalty shootout and he got had blood down his nose. Can't <laughs> get a head put on him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aye, so that went on and then the kind of kerfuffle went on and ended <laughs> Oh, aye, it was a it's like the Lou and Andy out of Little Britain. Aye, that's oh, a good that's a good word to use for that. What's a stramash? Usually, a strum- well, we could use stramash. You, you use that. I'll use kerfuffle. It was a <laughs> kerfuffle, and they, they added on two minutes on to the end. And Queen of South were a bit desperate, as I mentioned earlier, and they were just hoofing that way at any opportunity, and that kind of let Partick attack, and they. Scored with pretty much the last kick of the, the game to make it one apiece and take it to penalties. And one thing I really enjoyed about the penalties was the Queen of South keeper, Lee Robinson, he was he's really good at delaying play. Whenever the, the kick was about to be taken, he would make sure he was standing up right in front of the spot. He would let the kicker place the ball down. He would go back to his line and then he would decide he needs to go to the post to clear his studs for whatever dirt he's picked up on, on that short walk. And, he, well, it worked. I think it was two he saved. And he even stepped up to score one of his own. Wasn't he quite... I've seen a few people complaining about his time-wasting. The guy would already Aye. been booked earlier on, apparently. So, Aye. was time-wasting throughout the, the penalty shootout. Fine, the old Aye. Fraser Forster tactics, eh? Well, I was, I was saying how good it was at putting them off. But, yeah, you could you could say that it was time-wasting and he was cheating. But, no, 
I quite you like always them. go for the Bartez, you know, bang your boots against the post. And... Oh, the, the, you mean the Craig Gordon? Uh. Aye, he was good <laughs> at that. Craig Gordon do that? Oh, Craig Gordon did that all the time. Craig Gordon did that goal kicks. Every oh, I did it. Time. You know, he's a goal kick. I'm trying to remember him doing it. I can't remember specifically wasting time at a penalty, though. You remember the Arsenal keeper, the German one? He used to jump up and click his heels together. Lehman. Lehman, aye. He's the one who saved that Van Nistelrooy penalty, wasn't he? Oh, that's, that's that's almost as if I wanted to tie that in. Was oh, Robert Bobby Pires, you saved in the semi-final of the Champions League, weren't you? Against Villarreal. Aye. It was like the last minute if Villarreal had scored that they were going into the final with Barcelona. I think Arsenal saved that penalty they went through instead. There's a random bit of news. Uganda have sacked Bobby Williamson. I didn't even notice that. Oh, I saw, I saw that. I think it was this morning I saw that before Twitter exploded. Yeah. Cheer up, Bobby Williamson. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm assuming you probably can't finish that song. Sat <laughs> <laughs> no. They <laughs> come back to that the Harry Ramsden's Cup final and the, the Partick Ramsden. Thistle fans. See when they they equalised, oh, they're, they're just they're thugs. They they bashed over the advertising boards. Harry's going to be raging. He's going to have to pay to replace <laughs> that board. Fine, and there was a wee mini pitch invasion. He just got a picture of of a of this mysterious Harry shaking his fist. Damn you, pesky kids! I mean, what is it? I mean, the, the the penalty was outside the box, and then it was a headbutt, and then it was a late goal and a pitch invasion. When we get the summit for this game, because <laughs> that was an absolute disgrace for these uh, West Enders and. I know. Students uh, and all the uh, farmers and Dumfries. They, they are the second biggest team. Let's <laughs> go, aren't they? So it's... Aye, aye. 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 See, the thing is, I only seen, what, 15, 20 minutes of this, and I loved it. I want to see more of this. <laughs> was it really football, though, was it? Was no. it? <laughs> <laughs> Poor referee in the pitch evasion, the headbutt. Aye, but to you, that's like a Champions League final to you these days, old Ramsden's, you know? Uh, it's, it's well, I mean, I mean that that is, is, dreaming it? about getting there next season. <laughs> well, that's the thing, that, that's the only cup that Rangers were knocked out of this season where they lost to the eventual winners. Because hey. nice Queen of the South knocked Rangers out in penalties and then went out. Was it quarterfinals? Uh, well, well I think I think we got to the second round. I'm not sure what you'd call that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Maybe you can spend another ten million. In the, well, I suppose you can't. You need to wait to September and throw it at what folk like Gary Bell. He's going. To, he's going I should to sign another half of the SPL again. Aye, uh, and then you can spend a whole lot of other money and try and win the Ramses Cup. Aye, we might win it. Might win it. Oh, you, you might be lucky. You might, I mean, you might get away without having to face Queen of the South again. <laughs> a wee poke of chips if we win it. <laughs> that, to be fair, I mean that that to me clinches that um, Queen of the South are probably the team in Scotland this season. They're the ones that everybody's been noticing. They're yep. absolutely romped the second division. They've won the Ramses Cup as well. They knocked Hibs out of the League Cup. They knocked Rangers at the Ramses Cup, which was somewhat unexpected at the time but starting to look at the like time, a, yeah. one of several good results for Queen of the South this season yeah, so I don't I, I mean I, I'm saying I'm not just saying the SFL here I'm saying Queen of the South are the, the team in Scotland this season because ever since Celtic done this season was outside of Scotland I would have watched that <laughs> final but I just hate BBC Alba oh I was oh, getting into it it was Alba. good it was just see when it was kicking off the... I was trying to listen to all the words they were using that oh, right. was good <laughs> See if you watch the kerfuffle. See if you watch the video that's on the, the forum because that's the only bit I seen. I was I was out like, doing family stuff 
uh, on Sunday, so I missed the game unfortunately. But the, there's a good video with the last couple of minutes with the, the penalty and the headbutt and all that on the, the forum. And if you watch that, it's a BBC Alba commentary. There's one point it's gibbering on about Ross County. <laughs> what? <Is laughs> they're not even. They're the SPL team. They're not even in this. Oh, did you hear the Queen of South are selling off their pitch because they're going to be a plastic? Yes. Yeah, you can. Ten pound for a yard, a square yard. That's quite good. I'm needing to re-turf it back in my uh, garden. See, I'd love that in my back garden, but I'm not going to travel all the way from Stirling to Dumfries. That's a bit too far, just for a £10 bit of grass. I don't have my time machine well, to get to Dumfries. Laurie would maybe travel that distance for a £10 <laughs> bit of grass, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but I quite fancy that. Just imagine you, any, any of your pals come round, you would point it out and you say, guess, look at that odd bit of grass that's different from the rest of it. My mate's got seats in his like back patio from Tynecastle, like a bunch of rows of seats from the old ones that were taken out of Tynecastle. I wouldn't invite him round if I had grass in my back garden because he'd just blow me out of the water there. I, I f- forget your grass. I've got seats. <laughs> How'd you get that? Seats. How'd you get that? How'd you get seats? Um, well, I'm more interested in where he gets seats from because only about I thought that you would uh, done up at Tynecastle was the old uh, terrace. Where's the seats from? Um, I'm trying to think where they're from. We've had them taken out of lots of different parts of the ground. We've had to have uh, Tynecastle's actually even now Tynecastle's a good six, seven hundred seats. Well, no, at least five hundred seats um, down on what it was even five, six years ago. Because we kept having to take the front rows out to allow the pitch to. Oh, you restrictions? It's a bit, I always find it a bit stupid the amount of old crappy grounds they used to use in foreign countries, but I think they're a bit Sometimes, sometimes hearts are to play at Murrayfield. Oh, I know. Was, that was, right? Some... Team in, uh, was it Barcelona? One over a few years ago, I went to that game. 55,000 55, yeah. at that. It's a good move for that one. <laughs> it was alright for a few, like Athens we had about 35,000 and stuff, but right. some of them it was a bit, it was a bit empty. And you got under 20,000 for a couple of them, it was pretty... I think uh, how Queen's Park feel. They're doing that I know, every second you, week. Aye, well, especially when you play Rangers, and only, what, 10,000 turn up? Aye. Games, eh? aye. That'll be easily their biggest home gate of the season. Apart from the last time they played Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> aye, it seems game, a bit unfair, Queen's Park. You know, you, all these teams want to benefit from Rangers being in the league, and they can only like, they pack out the... One to two thousand in the away end, and it's like, yeah, how much can we sell? Like, we'll give them a forty-eight thousand allocation. That'll do. Uh, they annoyed me by the pricing. I didn't like that at all. They were too greedy. Still, in Albion, were charging some like twelve pound, and Queens Park are putting that up to twenty. No, I'm not having that. Cheeky. That is a bit cheeky, actually. Aye, but I, I, talking about that game. Uh, young Spittle for Queen's Park was really good. Guy plays on the left wing. I think he's only about 17, but he looked a really exciting prospect. Definitely one to, to keep note of for the future. I didn't watch him. Oh, he's really good. I don't know if it's his age, really, that, that gave him no fear, but aye, he was definitely a standout. There's another couple really young players for Queen's Park as well. It's, it's quite good to... To watch just for the the future talent because you, well, you're not really going to watch want to watch Rangers because they're, no, they're rubbish. You don't, you don't really want to watch Rangers. Keith Hemmings want to go outside the box. He's he's rubbish. Do you, do you want a boring start with this one? Right. That uh, goal for Queens Park at the weekend means that every team in the third division scored against Rangers this season. <laughs> 
See, that's it. See, defensively, Rangers have been really poor. I don't know. He's got a, he said back-to-back nothing each draws, did you know? At one point, just recently. <laughs> when we won the league. <laughs> that's that's how we won it. Uh, it was nice used to score last week, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I don't know. I'm just ready to move on to next season now. I don't know. We're in the third tier. We're in the bottom tier. I'm looking forward to next season in the bottom tier. (laughs) Good. It's one tier further up, it's fine. (laughs) Uh, Right, mentioned earlier that the SPL fixtures are There's none this coming weekend, and there's probably going to be none the weekend after because they can't get themselves sorted. (laughs) Computer's broke. Turn it off and back on again. You know what? You know what I would have done. I would have prepared. I would have said, "Look, here's different combinations. Here's four different combinations. I'm going to sort this out in a couple of weeks leading up to the final game. I wouldn't sort it out in the Monday running around like I imagine. Doncaster's probably got a haircut due this morning. He's got the time it takes to gel it up. He's not got time to sort out the fixtures. That's a terrible haircut that guy's got. He's <laughs> consistent terrible. though. It's good. Terrible face he's got. I don't think much difference. <laughs> Sorry, that's a that's bit a, harsh. That's a bit mean. So he can fix his. Fix uh, he can get hair. a better haircut. He can get a better face. <laughs> uh, at least he's got a good personality. But the way he does his job well, he's uh, promoting the SPL. <laughs> no, he does. He does he's a good a job of that. He's trying to. He's going to end up expanding the SPL by the sounds you know of it. We promote the SPL better than he does. Well, I don't know. We don't even get paid for this. Come on. He's persuaded the, the most of the clubs in Scotland. Oh, aye, the SPL is good. The SPL, we want to enlarge the SPL. Make the SPL more money. He doesn't want to enlarge it. Well, he, he, he wants to He wants to merge, and then he's saying, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to do an SPL too. <laughs> I'm going to do a, a number SPL too. <laughs> right, we'll move on to the Scottish Cup. Because we've got Scottish Cup this weekend. Oh, I'm on the Bairns! Oldest <laughs> tournament in Scotland, the Scottish Cup. Is it older than the Harry Ramsden's Cup? <laughs> Shut up, you're Harry Ramsden. It's about a year old, come on. Right, okay. <laughs> we've got Hibs against Falkirk. And that's on BBC One on uh, on Saturday, 12.30. Oddly, it's also on Sky. Sky have got both games weekend and do BBC have Falkirk Hibs. Why, 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 why show it in two different channels? I they did that, that with the Scotland game, ESPN huh? and BBC One had it. Is it oh, is it maybe just to show it UK wide and only BBC say, Scotland has in, it as well? If you're in Scotland, you don't need Sky basically. Oh, remember? Thoughts on Fogger can only five to one. I was hoping on a wee, I was hoping on a wee uh, long shot flutter, but five to one. That's a cup, anything can happen. Oh well, it's a, a bit of a change for Falker, is it not? Because they've changed their manager recently. With the departure of Stephen Presley to administration at Coventry City. Yep, I Sky Sports cameras were up, Sterling Uni. They, they heard <laughs> I was playing. Turned up scouting. I think they just went there because it's a nice campus. Well, it is a nice <laughs> campus. I had a choice about Uni to go to, and I could have went to Glasgow or I could have went to Sterling. And I, I really did consider Sterling just because it was nice. And I went, I oh, don't be daft. Just go to the good uni. <laughs> it's not got the highest suicide rate of any university in the country. I'm in still like Sterling has. I'm still there, so Is that not just because it's easy to chuck yourself in a big pond? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Probably just made it up, to be fair. Right, well... Maybe they train dentists. You know how dentists are the, the highest suicide rate or something when professions go. 
Is Toothless. It? <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of something. Down the <laughs> <laughs> Right. If only we'd prepared, we could have had more puns. We're just filling in gaps now. <laughs> <laughs> you know the drill. <laughs> oh, oh no. Right, okay. Hibs against Falkirk. I'm going to go 2 1 Hibs. We should have capped this at uh, 45 minutes. Stop it. No. <laughs> oh. Brace yourself, Chris. <laughs> no, this is not going to be the crown in the show. <laughs> the crown in the show. <laughs> Oh, man. What are we talking about? <laughs> hey, Predict it. Aye, Hibs against Falkirk. BBC one, one and Sky. 5-1. <laughs> just say that for every Hibs game now. Um, I've got to say Falkirk to win just because yeah. I'd be, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 2-1 Falkirk. I reckon it'll be tight. But I think Hibs will probably edge it, yeah, 2-1, maybe. After extra time, possibly. But, yeah, Hibs to win it, eventually, 2-1. And then on Sunday, we've got Dundee United against Celtic. 12.45 kick-off on Sky. Chris, you going? Yes, I'll be there to watch Celtic playing at Hamden again. <laughs> three times we've been to Hamden, and we've lost all three of them. Yeah. Uh, I suppose the good news is the last three times I've been, my wife couldn't make it. She can make it on Sunday. <laughs> So maybe that's a bit of good luck for us. Maybe we'll win. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's just going to be hard to uh, tell. I mean, we did rip on United apart the last time we played them at Celtic Park. But I think that was with Jackie McNamara's second game in charge or something. He's had a bit oh, more time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they don't really lose under McNamara, which is maybe good for them. Um, but they have drawn a lot of games. And even that game at the weekend, there was nearly a draw. Um, I really want to see Celtic get to the cup final, obviously. <laughs> it's it's going to be boring the rest of the season if we don't, to be honest. Yeah. With the league almost, all but done now. Um, again, it's going to be tight, I think. I don't think there'll be too much in this. Could go to extra time. But, uh, alright, I'll take us to 1 2 1. I'm, I'm going to go. I go for it, Lonnie. I think Celtic will win. Sure, they've got to win at Hamden at some point. We do like beating Dundee United at Hamden. I must admit. I'm going to go 3-1 Celtic. Aye. Uh, I think Dundee United are going to have a good chance. Good chance, but I think, I think Celtic, they just have the quality there. And I think... I think Lennon will have the players fired up. He's just going to have to remind them what's happened previously. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 3-2. Two Celtic. That'd be a good game to watch. I'd be happy with that. Yep. I'd be happy with 3-0, but <laughs> 3-2 I'll take. Mm. Entertaining game, especially if you're watching the telly. As long as the weather's a bit better, it's been a bit cold. Oh. Although well, the I'm Rangers fans at Hamden had their tops off. You know what that was all about. <laughs> Celebrating. <laughs> I celebrate my top on. <laughs> right, anything else you wanted to discuss? No. Before we go. <laughs> no, you spoil our fun. I think we, we burnt ourselves out with those uh, dentist jokes. So. 
We just go on eat. <laughs> How the hell did we get to dentists? <laughs> Chris talking about suicide rates. I know. No, that's, you, that's, you, that's you brought you. up suicide rates. I turned it on to the dentist thing. I love how neither realise it was me who brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it was me. Right, that's what I'm going to call the podcast. Season oh, 2, please. episode 37, Suicide Rates. Suicide Dentist. <laughs> it's called the Suicide Dentist. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> but thanks for coming on, you ten. We'll be back next week. Same there bat time, same bat channel. Same bat? Aye, Surely you know the Batman TV series. Aye. He, he, he does, he's kidding us on. Aye, I'm kidding you on. You don't know the, the camp Batman? Adam West. What, the one with like Pow and... Aye. Yes. I used to watch yes. that, but I'd... Aye. That's how it used to finish. Is it? I don't remember. I used to watch it as a kid, but I can't remember. Oh, come on, eh? Aye, okay. Right, okay, right. I do apologise. I'll just end it just with a bye then. Yeah, it might be safe. Because Laurie's a bit confused now. Bye. <laughs> <Right>, bye. Bye. Video. <laughs>